the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sunday morning service. Good to see so many of you out today in this building, and we really appreciate you coming here, and we also want to welcome those of you that are joining us online. Trust that today's service will be a blessing to every one of you. We have been getting real good services, and the lessons that we've been receiving are timely lessons. Uh, for our time, remember, uh, I think uh, in Daniel, when the Lord told Daniel to uh, seal up those things, uh, those prophecies and those, the things that he had, the visions, he says, seal them up until the time of the end, when many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. And I think John also in Revelation, when uh, he was told uh, to, to seal those up, not to disclose it. Uh, and I think we are living at the time of the end. And things are opening up. And uh, you may have certain questions. Uh, you feel free to ask. Uh, send us an email or, or, or messenger and ask the questions. Because God is doing a fantastic job in our midst. And I really appreciate that. Personally, I've been benefited quite a bit. And we're thankful to the Lord that he has kept us through all this uh, this uh, troubles that troublesome time that we have been encountering, God has been good to every one of us. We are still, our community is still not free from COVID. Uh, there's viruses going uh, around and, and the flu virus. And uh, we want to encourage those of you, especially 
if you have a weak immune system, uh, you're free to wear your mask and sanitize as uh, often as possible. Uh, we have opened up the door to the courtroom uh, so you can access there and uh, hang your coat, but please remember it's necessary to sanitize before you uh, come into the sanctuary again. Also, we like to remember those that are not well. There's quite a few people that are sick. And uh, we pray that God would help every one of his children during this time. Uh, remember Brother Sinbad and his wife, Sister Pam, is not well. We want to pray for them. Uh, Brother Thomas is not well. We want to pray for him. Sister Dorcas, uh, Sister Dorothy, Brother Ovando and his entire family, we want to pray for that the Lord would uh, uh, minister to them strength and healing. And also, we want to still remember Brother Philip Kempadu. In a special way, we want to pray for him. Uh, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a very serious condition he's got. And uh, we want to pray that the Lord would intervene. God is a God of miracles. Amen. I'm going to say that again. God is a God of miracles. Amen. And he answers prayers. And I believe in prayers. And we want to bring him before the Lord in prayer. Not only when we pray here that we remember all these requests before the Lord, but take him personally. Uh, when you're at home, bring them before the Lord and ask him to remember and have mercy on these children. Uh, Brother Singh has planned a trip, I think the first weekend in December, uh, to go visit Brother Philip Campadu. And we want to pray that the Lord would uh, let that trip be a blessing uh, to him and to the family. Uh, so why don't you join with me this time? Let's pray that God give us a real good Sunday service today. Join with me in prayer this time as we bring these needs before the Lord. Father, today we thank you for your grace and your mercy. We're so grateful to you that we can call upon your name, Lord, in times of need, in times of trouble. And Lord, today there's so many of your children that are not well. And Father, they're sick. Uh, they've got problems, there's burdens, there's parents that has the burden for their children. Uh, there's unemployment uh, situations, Father. There's financial struggles. Oh, Lord, we bring them all before you. We pray for mercy. We pray that you'll please reach down your hand of healing, your hand of protection, your hand of provision, and touch your people and minister strength to them. We commit today's service in your hand, Father. Speak to us and minister to us. And as we listen to your word, Lord, help us to hide these things in our hearts that we may not sin against thee. Touch our understanding, we pray. And uh, Father, let your word uh, bring peace and joy and comfort and direction to our lives. We ask it in Jesus' most precious and wonderful name. We give you thanks. Praise your holy name, Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today, I picked this first song that we're going to sing because I was thinking this morning how no matter what troubles come our way, no matter what difficulties we face, what a mighty God we serve. And the best thing that we can ever do is come into this house on a Sunday morning and give praise to Him. And think back, each and every one of us has so many trials and troubles and so many things that can bring us down. But you know what? There is victory in praise. Yes. There is victory in coming to God. Yes. He might not heal us. Yes. He might not uh, 
things might not go the way that we want it to go. But the one thing we know is if it's going his way and we're going his way, there is victory ahead. And I think of the scripture our pastor uses all the time. And I hear him pray, even at home. That's not, Lord, help us to heal, help us to get the money we need, help us to pay bills, keep the jobs. But it's, Lord, give us the faith to endure and the faith to trust you. And I'm just so thankful to be here today. And I hope I don't cough, but if I do, just join me in singing.
one of the things we do in the Pentecostal church is to praise God, not just to sit down and watch. And that's what we just did. We sat down and watched like if we were stunted. Pentecostal, we get a little bit more lively. So we're going to all sing that chorus again. And you're going to stand and get involved. Now, years ago when I was a young man, I wrote an article. And in that article, I described people. Some as neon lights. You know traffic lights? One moment it's green. Next moment you're not sure, it's amber. Next moment is red. Are you a traffic light? Are you a traffic light? Good question, right? Next concept I made as a young man was some people are like kites. If you don't keep a string on them, they're gone. Young man, I made that observation. The third was some people are like wheelbarrows. They don't move unless somebody push them. Which are you today? Neon lights, kites, or wheelbarrows? See, I praise the Lord because I choose to praise Him. And that chorus, flash that up, let me see. It says, I came back to cry holy. You see, but that's just a written thing that we are looking at with nobody really understanding that we are back to cry holy. Um, <clears throat> I can't say I came back. I'm here all the time. But you that are coming back once per week or once per month, what did you come back for? See, if the Lord is here today, and I believe He is, and He's standing, His presence is in our midst, and He's looking at you, He would say how ungrateful and unthankful. The first verse. One day a leper came to the Lord, and He was only one. How many Jesus had healed? Ten. Ten. But one came back and said, thank you for healing me. Yes. Are we the nine or are we the one? Good question, right? But you see, if you don't experience the working of God in your life, you wouldn't find a reason to praise him and to honor him and to glorify him. You understand what I'm saying? God is to be praised. David said, I will bless the Lord, flash that up. I will bless the Lord. I think it's in Psalms 34, is it? 34? Psalms 34. He said, I will bless the Lord. When? At all times. At all times. Um, Paul and Silas were in a jailhouse and they were being whipped. And they decided to praise God. And while they did that, the jail got shaken by an earthquake and all the doors opened up. Praise. Joshua sent, uh, he and uh, the children of Israel were going against a strong nation in Jericho. Walls were tall. And the Lord directed them to have the priest walk in front and carry the Ark of the Covenant. They did that. 
Ark of the Covenant was right up in front. And that's not how you fight a war. You fight a war by sending the soldiers out in front. No, God's wars are different. And I've discovered that with God, his ways are different. When Jesus, when the Lord, when the prophet told Naaman, he says, go to the river Jordan. You got leprosy, go to the river Jordan and dip seven times. I ain't going in that dirty water. Well, the Lord said so. If you don't do it, go home with your leprosy. How many of us go home with our leprosy because we haven't touched the right water that is flowing for our healing? I'm talking to this church. And you know, years ago, if I was talking to some churches, they would understand this and appreciate it so much. As a matter of fact, there are people following us online that what I'm saying here today, they will write every word down and cherish them. But well, you're so close to reality that when I tell you something, you ignore that sometimes, and that is for your own destruction. Believe it. I believe that God blesses those that listen to me and bless me. I really believe that, and I've seen it happen. And some people get stunted in their Christian life because they failed to do that. Honestly. But you see, I'm not here politically to try to get followers. No, I don't care. The Lord, he, they follow, you follow the Lord, follow me as I follow Christ. And so these lepers back into, David said, I will bless the Lord. When? At all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. But you know what slows us down in this world? <clears throat> the amount of time he spent on the internet. Listen to me. The amount of time we spend on the internet. What is happening today? World Cup? What is happening? World Cup? World Cup. Every pastor that is obsessed with World Cup is a hypocrite. Person, they don't like you. They don't like me before I even say that. Every pastor that is obsessed with what the world is obsessed with is a hypocrite. Every child of God has got to run home to continue looking to World Cup. And you can't even read your Bible. You're a hypocrite. Yes, sir. And that is why our lives get stunted. That's why we get ailments that we can't conquer. That's why things happen to us. And we can't move ahead in God. Because we are too obsessed. We don't know how to use this world and not let the world use us. Now, in this church, we say amen or we say ouch. Mm -hmm. Say something. You understand what I'm saying? And, and we don't let the devil control me. You know, I tell Sister Chan, we wear a mask because you have a heart, have a major heart crisis because our heart needs that, you know, protection. Do I wear a mask? No, I don't wear a mask. I think I carry one. Let me see. Yeah, there we go. I carry one. If it becomes necessary, I wear one. If I feel like I'm coming down with something, I wear one. But if I'm not coming down with anything, I believe the Lord, if I'm his servant, he should protect me to a great extent. I told Brother Sam to wear one because he has just did a, a, a procedure on his heart. Okay, I expect Brother John to wear one because he had a traumatic experience in his life. 
And I expect you to wear one. I expect Sister Phillips to wear one. And some of you to wear. Sister Polly, you need to wear a mask all the time. You understand what I'm saying? We do our best and leave to God the rest. And if I'm walking into a contaminating crowd, I'll put a mask on. See, I'll just carry one. See where it is. I normally carry about two or three. Put it on. My car always have mask. A little, my glove compartment have mask. And I protect myself. But I've learned to bless the Lord at all times. When I'm in a war, bless the Lord. When all look like hell, bless the Lord. When I lost my job, bless the Lord. He knows everything. My car broke down. It always breaks down on my driveway. Bless the Lord. The lights are all red in front of me and I can't make it on time. Bless the Lord. See, I, when I, I'm driving on the road and people are driving last moment and you're not moving from here in front of them, they're always late. They need to be penalized. You see, I'm never late. Um, I said, when, I'm, when I said I'm late, I'm maybe one hour early. You understand? That's how I'm late. And so I feel like principles of God must be initiated in our lives that's what church is all about yes, church is to teach us principles and that's why we learn to be obedient even now right i'll tell the brothers a certain thing and I expect them to do it to the letter i'm pastor still you, do you realize i'm still a pastor for this church yes. yeah so when i say something listen to me it will be good to thee to be held to thy navel is that the same one marriage <laughs> To thy bones, you know, there's so many areas I'm in right now. I bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And then David went on, he says, Oh, bless the Lord with me. Can you all bless the Lord with me and exalt his name together? You have a voice? Use it for God. If it's louder when church is over, then you have just experienced the resurrection from the dead. We need to honor God. Yes, and what you contain, con contaminate your mind with would affect your relationship with God. It would affect your service to God because if your mind is all week filling up with garbage, you would not develop spiritual perspective in life. Your vision would be dull. Your understanding for scriptural thing would be not as, as quick and sensitive as it should be. Amen. Amen. And so I'm here. I'm here in this in Canada for 42 years. We are here for 42 years. Um, Nadine was a kid when she came. Now she is almost touching 50. God, do I have a child 50 years old? I must be old. I don't feel old. I feel I've got energy. Whether it's climbing the roof, I'm the first one on top. Whether it's fixing something around. I'd like to get it done and get it done property, properly because I, I honor the Lord. I honor the Lord. I feel he must be on the highest pedestal in my life. So one day, 10 lepers came to Jesus and he healed them all and only one turned back to give him praise. Everybody's saying, I don't know why I should praise God. Praise God that you're alive and you're not dead because COVID killed you. You're alive. Half what it says, <clears throat> a living scripture says, Solomon says, a living dog is better than a dead lion. So if you're half 
alive better than not being alive. How is that? Isn't God good? Aren't you here today? I mean, problems on the right, problems on the left, problems all around, but you're alive. And the problems are designed to make you stronger. And so today, we'll sing that chorus again, like if we really understand what it says. Amen. Because if you miss God in the worship, I might as well not even preach. Because you would not absorb what is necessary to absorb. Chorus. Sincerely, let's all worship the Lord today. Tell the world that you've been so 
Father, we thank you today. You've been so good to me. Have you been so good to me?
Jesus, we thank you. Let's all be seated. 